0: for funding a solo 401k plan. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, a tax attorney and founder of Larry financial on today's ad bits and chat about how long do you have to fund a solo 401k plan and exactly how does it work? And the main reason for doing this podcast, I've gotten a bunch of questions lately from people saying, Hey, I want to set up a solo K with you, but do I have to fund it right away? Do I even have to fund it in the first year? What are the rules for funding a solo 401k? It's a great idea in principle. Obviously, you want to put away a lot of money for retirement. I want it. Okay, but I don't know if I'll be able to make contributions you know, today or next month or even in the next six months. I don't know. How long do I have to fund the plan? So I wanted to do a pretty short podcast kind of address that question. So first of all, a solo 401k, what is it? Well, it's probably the most popular plan for the self-employed. In order to be eligible to set up a solar plan, you need to have a business. U.S. business it could be anything. It could be a consultant. You could be a store owner, restaurant owner, whatever it is, okay? It doesn't have to be a billion dollar business. It could be a part-time business. You could you know, sell Nike dunks or Easy's on eBay or sell paintings on Etsy or sweatshirts on Etsy and, and also be an executive or a partner in a law firm, okay? So it doesn't need to be a full-time business, but, Once you have a business, the other requirement is you cannot have any full time employees other than the owners and their spouses. Full time means a thousand hours or three consecutive years of 500 hours or more. Obviously 1099s are not employees. So it's it's people that work there. So like a summer ice cream store, even if it has 15 employees, most probably they're not going to have anyone that works more than a thousand hours because it's open in the summer, let's say an ice cream store in Maine or New Hampshire or Canada, right? But uh, it's gotta be a US business and it um, can't have any full-time employees other than the owners that are spouses. Spouses are not deemed employees by ERISA. Okay. So once you're eligible, the next question is, okay, I want to set one up. Why? Because you can put away 61,000, 67,500, if you're over 50, you can do pre-tax or Roth. You can borrow up to 50k. You can do traditional investments like stocks, but you can also do alternative asset investments like real estate or cryptos or precious metals or private placements. You can do pretty much anything you want, okay? Except collectibles like art or anything self-dealing, right? Anything where you're using the I, the 401k assets to personally benefit you directly or a disqualified person, parent, child, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities controlled by such persons so otherwise you can do it so it's obviously super powerful you can put away 10 times more than an IRA you have a loan feature you can do traditional alternative assets and you are the trustee of the plan so you have what's called checkbook control very very little administration in fact if you have less than 250,000 in your plan you don't have to do anything with the IRS if you have more we'll help you file a simple one page document called the 5500 Easy, which will help you do. So it's really, really simple in terms of administration. So, what's the funding requirement? So, there's actually none. Okay. The one thing is when you set up a solo 401k, the IRS wants to make sure that it's permanent, right? They don't want you setting up a plan, closing it, setting it up again, closing it. The idea is hey, when you have a retirement plan, it should be permanent, meaning the life of the business. Um, you shouldn't just be opening, and closing plans. Now, there's two components of Contributions to a plan. There's employee deferrals and employer profit sharing. Okay, so generally from an employee deferral, it's 100% elective. Right, you don't have to put a dollar in if you don't want it. I suggest every couple of years to put something in, but it's based off compensation. Okay, so you could put away twenty thousand five hundred or twenty seven thousand if you're over fifty. That could mean pre-tax or Roth depending on your plan, and it's 100% elective. So if you don't want to put anything in, you don't have to. So from a funding standpoint, you're not required really to make contributions to a plan. Now, the idea is that, hey, you should make contributions to a plan, obviously, because it's in your best interest. And the idea is that, hey, this is a permanent plan. So you wanna show that there's actually use of the plan. So, but on the flip side, there's no requirement, okay? So if you don't put a dollar in a plan for 10 years, Technically, the IRS doesn't like to just invalidate plans, so likely they wouldn't do anything, but they can force you to make contributions. So when it comes to funding a plan, you're really not required to fund it the next day, the next month, or the next year. There's no requirement. And same with profit sharing, the employer, which is 20% if you're a single-member LLC or sole proprietor, or 25% of your W-2 if you're a partnership or C or S-Corp. And that's, again, voluntarily on the business. The one thing is if you do a profit sharing for one owner it's got to be for the other eligible owners and so that 20 or twenty five percent is keyed off compensation twenty percent of schedule C or twenty five percent of w2 so in sum there is no funding requirements we suggest and, and most tax attorneys tax um, professionals will advise you to try to put something in even if it's a hundred bucks just it's a good habit you want to continue funding a plan while well, your money grows without tax, that's called deferral. You can potentially also get a deduction for what you put in. So there's lots of benefits of contributing to a plan. Okay. But at the same time, things happen, right? There's tough years like 2022, hopefully 23 won't be uh, super difficult, but um, yeah, things happen, right? So some years you just can't put in or you have to put in less, that's fine. But To answer the question of the podcast, if you set up a solo 401k, you technically don't have to fund it tomorrow, the next month, the next year. There's actually no requirement that you ever fund it. Now, some people set up the solo to receive rollovers from, let's say, an IRA and use it as a vehicle to make investments, especially real estate investors that want to take advantage of the exemption to the unrelated business taxable income tax on leverage. So it's a popular investment vehicle for real estate investors. That's fine. There's no requirement to put money in, but I strongly suggest that every couple of years just put something in. Now, obviously, you need income. If your business is kind of just in the starting stage or dormant, you don't have any um, salary or net income. You can't put money in. But after a while, after three, four, five years, if your business has no revenue or no net income, the IRS could look at that as a hobby and not a business. So that that's not a good point either. So you want to put something in every few years. It doesn't have to be. 15,000 or 20,000, put 100 bucks in, 1,000 bucks, 1,500, something. You want to show the IRS that they're looking at the plan, that it's fully operational, and your intent is to use this plan um, as a permanent retirement plan, not just as an investment vehicle. But on the flip side, there's really no requirements to fund the plan. It's 100% elective. That is our retirement system. It's an elective private system. It's not a public pension system like Finland or Sweden, where the government puts money in for you. And you're going to get that money when you retire. It's the government's burden. In the United States, it's our burden. The individual um, taxpayer's burden, put money in. So they can't force us to put money in. They incentivize us by giving us deductions, by giving us the power of deferral. But they can't force us. So just think about that. You have a lot of flexibility if you want to set up a solo. You want to get into the habit of having that retirement plan. So when you have income, your business starts taking off, you have the opportunity it takes them some of that money, contribute it to the plan, get the deduction or do it in Roth, and then be able to invest those funds. So I su- suggest any business that's starting, if you're a consultant or a sole practitioner, accountant, lawyer, doctor, uh, and you have no full-time employees other than yourself, a spouse, or other owners, set up a plan. And then you're under no obligation to fund it right away. It could be a month later or six months later, or really years later. But I would put so long as you have some income, every couple of years, just put something in. Again, you wanna show it's operational and the intent is to keep the plan operational on, on a permanent basis. So there you go, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Um, it's a great thing to have a retirement plan. Things do happen where you can't always fund it every year, but so long as you have income, uh, whether it's net schedule C or W-2, in case of a C or S-corp, or guaranteed payments in the partnership, put a little bit in, start the habit, start young and trust the process. And once you hit the age of retirement, You're gonna have lots of money in there and you're gonna be super happy that you stayed the course. So thanks again uh, for spending some time with me today. Really, really appreciate your support. Great day and uh, take care.